Cash Color Canvas, a high level of conversation on live hip hop daily TV. I got my guests in the building. Hey, Chris. Hey, Bree. Hey, what's up, Mecca? Hey, no, oh, always I need y'all talking oh. to the mic. Oh, yes. And so, let me so, let me get so. into that because I was listening to some of my old episodes today and I was like, yeah, I really got to get people to talk into the mic because I see why her be yelling at me. Okay. All day. Yes. All right. Thank you. So I got my guests in the building. Chris Reed, what's good with y'all? What's up, man? We're blessed to be here. Yeah, Happy. Man. Y'all Happy just missed the most here. random behind the scenes conversation about how <laughs> porns need to have storylines and why I don't like the No, video. why your porns need to have storylines. <laughs> 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 They all need to have storylines. It has to have a point. Like you cannot just watch two people have sex and that's it. Like it has to have a reason why. Like that is the reason. That is the reason. That's oh, the reason for man. the porno. Yeah. Oh, now we definitely have vastly different different tastes and things, man. But so you, I mean, like you care about the whole pizza guy story. Like when he walk up with the fake pizza. Yeah, yeah. Like why are you here? Like what are you what are you here for? Like like are you nope. here for a student? Are you just a pizza guy? Like long term? You know what I mean? Like give me some development <laughs> of, a, of, a, of the script. I guess we're just like why are you why are you flipping pizzas? Yeah. So okay. so so. <laughs> <laughs> I need some character development. I need some background information. <laughs> I would literally rewind. What did you just say? Like, like, like make this make sense. Make yeah, how did you become was a that maid? Exactly. How did you become a maid? Yeah, like, like, you why are you talking to Wesley Pipes right now? Like, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I got I got my guests in the building because they got a super dope activation. Well, activation. They got a super dope movement going on really right here. Yeah, okay. I think so. Okay. Yeah, I know so. I know so, man. Because you came back here. You came when you first came through the show. You know, I knew that your your art talent was amazing. You know, Thank and, and you. I, I became mm-hmm. a fan. But seeing what you're doing right now is even more amazing. So let's speak about that. Like, speak about um, Artpocalypse Atlanta. Let's talk about that. And but speak to us first about how you and Reed even connected. Oh sure. You okay, so um, too, I know Reed because I was actually in the first Art Apocalypse show oh, as okay. a featured artist, and we just so happened to know some of like the same. A lot of family. Friends. A lot of family friends, I guess. And um, I just moved to Atlanta at the time, and they were like, "Oh, you got to link up with like my nephew. He's an artist." So I did the first Art Apocalypse show. That was about two years ago, mm-hmm. and then I've done a probably. Probably about two more after that, and then Reed and Malcolm asked me to come on as an event coordinator. That changed to a creative director, and now I'm a part owner with them. Oh, okay, boss. You know, yeah, she climbed that ladder fast. That's she what's up, that boss. You done fast. glowed up over yeah, a year. You know, real quick on your girl. No, I'm just playing. That's what's up. Well, Reed, I didn't get a chance to meet you like I met her. Um, how did you get into art? Like, when did you know you had a creative side like that? Um, man, I've been I've been drawing for real since I was like four or five. Honestly, like. When I was younger, all I used to do was watch cartoons because my mom really ain't played me going outside like that. So, like, that was all she let me do was just sit at the house, man, if I wasn't, like, hooping or anything like that. Yeah. So I grew up watching cartoons, and I just kind of fell in love with it. What was your favorite cartoon? Favorite cartoon ever? Yeah. Uh, Boondocks, without question. Okay. Yeah, definitely Boondocks. Okay. But, like, when I was younger, probably, like, Kids Next Door, you know what I'm saying? Something like that. Uh, Rocket Power, even. You know, I've never seen Squ- Spongebob. Like, I've never seen an episode oh, yeah, of that. Oh, you're tripping. Nah. What? Yeah, not one, not one. Wow. I I, still, I don't even get the memes they talk about on Instagram. Like I need so kind of I need a lot of help. Like I've never watched. What's the last cartoon you watched? What's your favorite cartoon? Mm. What's my favorite cartoon ever? That's a good question. What is my favorite cartoon? You know what, y'all just you know what? It's Bob's Burgers right now. Ooh, <laughs> that's that's a, it's Bob's Burgers right now. Bob's Burgers. Yo, yeah, T- that's a great one. I don't Tina? think I don't think people understand how great of a character Tina is. Like she, she's essential. She's almost Napoleon Dynamite. Like like Honestly, oh, you right. shouldn't be that awkward and that confident at the same time. Like that shouldn't even exist <laughs> as, 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 as a person. That girl is literally like she moves awkward and go girl. You know what I mean? Like it's just dope. I, I root for Tina. 
I like how all of the kids on Bob's Burgers are like they're totally different, but they're like so into their own. Like they're all weird as hell. Yeah. I like but that. They're so cool. I yeah. like that. You know, I like. But I feel like every episode of Bob's Burgers is almost like a mini video game. Like they're trying to get out of some level of something. You know what I'm saying? Like like every every one of them. That's why it's making it interesting. So that's my yes. best. I think right now it's probably my favorite. Growing up, golly, I used to really love. What did I used to love? I don't know. You know, I didn't. I don't know. I don't know if I had a favorite cartoon. Now that I think about it, GI Joe was my shit for the for the longest. And I guess I grew out of that too. No, I, you know what? I can't smoke on air. I'm gonna blame Chris J. I'll tell y'all a story afterwards. Chris J. is the reason why I can't smoke with y'all on air. I need to remember my questions. Class of stoners. <laughs> gang, gang, <laughs> gang, gang. But yeah, I can't think of it. Maybe The Simpsons. Like I think that. And again, Simpsons. Really? Yeah, Simpsons is another one. Okay. Lives, okay. man. I never really got into The Simpsons. Like Bro, I got into The Simpsons. I had a Black Bart shirt. Like I'm, I'm oh, I was there. Yeah. Black Bart was definitely an epidemic, though. Like during the '90s, when everybody was doing that, like real 2D. Like illustrations oh, for like yeah. the Freak Neat tees yeah. and oh, like yeah, the yeah, different yeah. HBCU like Homecoming BCR weekend tees. Like Black Bart was like a huge epidemic in that. So I, I can I can bump with it. Yo, how about a Black Bart shirt right now on eBay costs eighty five dollars. There is someone in their house that is scamming you right now. Yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was about to scam me because I wanted one for South by Southwest, and I'm like, I'm get either I'm, somebody's going to make me one. Call me, bro. I was, I was about to say, say I'm gonna somebody's going to make me, bro, me one, or I'm going to pay eighty five dollars. That's easy. All right, but so our apocalypse Atlanta is is it was a major thing. I saw your Black History Month show. Yes, Yo, I mean, not no, did y'all took over Hobie? Was it? Was I correct? Y'all went to, so hmm. this year we didn't do Hobie. The first annual Black Art Show was that Hobie? Was at Hobie. Okay, mm-hmm. this one was at the Museum of Modern Perspective. Mm. That's why it was so big. Because I was like, I don't remember Hobie being that big. Nah, but, nah this nah, was with Mr. Paul's staff. Yeah. yeah, we had to we had to change venues just as we continue to expand. Look, congratulations on that, man. Talk to us about the Black History Month event and like how y'all curated that and, and speak about. The, the the turnout like it was a massive it was amazing to see that massive amount of people come out to see black artists mm. you know I me mean? that's not named Basquiat facts <laughs> big nah, that's, yeah. that's facts I mean um every year that we do the Black History Month show obviously this is our second annual one but like I feel like Atlanta always come out and support just because you know this is Black Hollywood so yeah. this is what we do here but. We had some really dope artists, and what I thought was dope is that we had artists that we've never featured before, and we had people yeah. come from all over. Like we had a guy come from Germany to be in the show. We had Word. a guy from Mississippi, South Carolina. Or, uh, what was the girl's name from Mississippi? Um, the Soul Painters from Mississippi. Yeah, like, we had some crazy dope artists. Jacksonville, from everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, so I thought that was dope that we was able to um, give artists that didn't come from Atlanta an opportunity to showcase out here, and. Um, the I fact that we've even grown to the point where, like, artists even want to yeah. travel to be in the shows. Yeah, like, that's humbling in its own. Yeah, that is crazy. That's um, it, the way we curated it, though, we um, we wanted to make sure that everybody had equal opportunity to shine. So regardless of whether your paintings were bigger or smaller, we tried to make sure that everybody had equal amounts of room and that yeah. they there wasn't too much art in one space. You definitely knew which artist was where. Mm-hmm. So that was important for us because... A lot of times we'll run out of space in a venue and we'll have to hit an audible. But I think this time it was really smooth. That's what's and we up. were able to do that, you know, flawlessly. This go around. Was there a singular theme for the for the for the displays, or were people just able to just bring what they wanted to bring? Nah, yeah, we didn't. We um, whatever it is that you did that you felt like fit under the the theme. That was what we and it was cool because we even had um, we had like one Hispanic chick at the show. Yeah, and but she, she had was in some. The show, but she had some really Afrocentric pieces. Like, really, yeah. You know what I'm saying, and that was really dope to me. And 
it, it was I was I'm not even gonna lie like I was surprised at how many different ethnicities were at the show as opposed to last year like last year I felt like it was pretty you know dominant for the the demographic but this yeah. go around it was like it was people from everywhere at the show yeah it was a lot of different you know usually for like black history shows you know we gonna come out oh yeah we're gonna support we got our Dr. King pictures ready yeah you know but (laughs) we got our shirts and there's other shows that I expect our demographics to definitely vary I was just shocked at how they varied during this show as well you know like we definitely came out but other people came out too so we like that's cool who who are your who are some of your favorite artists who who pulled up there yeah I called (laughs) y'all I'm not gonna lie Girl, uh, Soul Painters from Mississippi. She, she had this piece yeah. that Pac, it was Tupac as Pharaoh. Yeah. It had to be like, how big you say that was? Man, that thing had to be like five foot. Ooh. At least five by four. Like So taller than Big Sean. Gorgeous. Sure. Yeah. That was probably one of my favorite pieces. Paint Pimp. <laughs> Paint Pimp, he had some phenomenal pieces. Like, I'm such a fan of Paint Pimp. Like, yeah, he's really dope. He was, but honestly, like, this was our best. This we had a really great curated group, and sometimes when it comes to our shows, we we try to give a lot of artists opportunities. But this year, when we were discussing the shows, we wanted to make sure that with the Black History Month show, it was a smaller show in regards to the amount of artists that we picked, but mm-hmm. the quality that we put out in the show, we really wanted to set the tone, and I think it did beyond that. What does it take to get? Chose for one of the, for one of the, for an apocalypse event. Like, what's what's the criteria as far as artists being able to show their work? So prior to any event, we 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 hold submissions, um, and we normally ask for like three to five examples of your work, um, and it, it's just an elimination process from there. Like the emails get flooded, um, and then we just we go through them. Uh, it used to just be me doing it, just picking the artist, but now you know, me and Chris will narrow it down to like ten. And then we'll go through the ten, and whichever ones we have in common, okay, they instantly get in, you know. Mm-hmm. And then we'll just hit the it rubric down on the there. other yeah, ones, like, yeah. We'll figure it out from there. Because there's like certain setting points that we're looking for in everything, like creativity, original, you know, somebody how original you are, how your style stands out. Like sometimes I think artists or people who are just now trying to get themselves out there as artists. They psych themselves out because they think that their art isn't up to par with other people's art. Yeah. It's really about owning your style yeah. and just showing your craft through it. So really about a little bit of originality, like, you know, and if you got something different that we ain't never seen, like there's some times where we're going through submissions and we'll be calling each other back and forth so excited about the yeah. art. We'll be like, boy, right. see so and so. Like, yeah, like, we'll be, we'll be yeah, so excited. Like, yeah. it's so much dope art in Atlanta. Like, it's very, like, and that's you know and that's a, and that's a, something that I guess most people outside of Atlanta don't know is that we do have a vibrant art scene down here. You know, like from the graffiti art you see. Shout out to my man Lurch with an OPE gallery down in Edgewood. Like yes, I mm-hmm. love just going to his crib. Like that's his house. You know, what I'm saying you walk in, and it's just all this curated art. Yeah. yeah, it's a gallery, and the scene is growing. And I love the fact, and y'all are definitely taking a part in that growth. Yeah, no, we're we're proud of that. I mean, that's that's how our apocalypse started. Like. It was a point in time a couple of years ago where I was just traveling doing the art thing. Like, I was in L.A., I was in New York, I was in Philly, I was in Florida. Like, I was just traveling doing art shows. And it was at a show in New York that I was just kind of like, yo, there's no reason I should have to go outside mm-hmm. of the state to do a dope event like this. So we brought it back to Atlanta, man, and, 
you know, we just kind of got it rolling since. That's yeah. solid, man. That's solid, man. Well, I know right now you're ready to give a, a, another opportunity to – you're going to give a new opportunity to a new artist. Yeah. Yeah, I saw y'all on Instagram speaking about that, and I'm like, that's kind of litty, man. Like, like yeah, man. that's kind of lit. Let's speak about that. Um, speak about the competition you're, you're, you're hosting and the importance of that. Well, <clears throat> it was actually Reed's idea. Um, Go we, ahead, Reed. we set up our calendar, and I am very anal when it comes to the calendar. That's an understatement. <laughs> I am very, like, extremely anal when it comes to the calendar because it takes us a long time to set our calendar. And this was something that came a little later after we set the calendar. So when he came at me, he was like, hey, I got a dope idea. I was like, is it on the calendar? Yeah, that's always the first question. Like, don't waste my time. Like, <laughs> is it on the calendar? Don't write it down, and we'll come back. But when he said it, he was like, we need to throw a free solo art show. And he should be focusing on his solo art show in May. But I was like, oh, you're right. We do. Yeah. Like, I couldn't even argue with him. So we fit it in, and we went over, like, exactly what we wanted to provide with an artist after having my solo show in July, I realized. Oh, like, and congratulations on that! Thank you so much. Yeah, like, yeah. I realized the exposure and how much yeah. that really helps you as an artist, and also having the opportunity of like actually having the art world come out to see you, like having critics and bloggers and buyers and collectors and gallery owners, like really getting your name out there. And we want to give an artist that opportunity, like yeah. who's who just. Who has it and who might not have, you know, who might not have what it, might not have the funds or just even the organization to put it all together. We want to do that. And we're not going to take any commission on anything. We don't take any commission on any of our artist sales. Like, what you make is what you make. We're solely for the artists. Like, that's the difference, you know, between us and a lot of people. We know what it's like being artists out here. Like, so we're going to give them the whole the whole entire experience. We're going to get them videographers. We're going to do promo work. We're going to promote it. We're going to invite the buyers. We're going to invite the gallery owners. We're going to do the photos. We're going to get them prints. We're going to set up the venue, like set up your lighting. We're going to set up every single thing for this artist so they can make as much money as possible and be the next big thing out there. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, like, what we try to do is just give artists opportunity that we wish we had growing up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not, not even growing up, but just coming along in your career, it's like, sometimes you, you just need that plug. And if we mm-hmm. got the platform to do it, it's just like, it's really no reason Why for not? us not to. Yeah. You know? That's what's up, so, man. Well, I'm definitely I'm definitely excited about that opportunity. It's like, at, like I'm the one running, like, in the running or something like that. Come on, submit. Yeah, submit, yeah I'm shit. Hey, Don't, hey. Y'all want to see my stick drawings? Come hey, on, man. submit. Yeah, I, I feel like you're going to give me... <laughs> yeah. I'm going to crack my knuckles, man. It might, it might get litty. I mean, I don't know. I'll try. I'll think about it. I'll think about it. Yeah. <laughs> but congratulations on that because it takes a lot to help somebody. Like, I feel like we don't have enough vines out here. You know, like, yeah. not enough people are willing to be a vine. Everybody wants to kind of, you know... Get themselves on. Yeah, get themselves on. It's very... I, I can already see it's in this arts, in this art scene we got here in Atlanta, it's very cutthroat. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, it yeah, is. it's very cutthroat. Yeah. It's very hard for you to get a, a foot in, a foot in. So what you're doing is amazing. Thank you. For no, sure, no problem, man. Let's talk about your solo show, though, bro. Like, what's going on with that? Like, how how how's this the last some last minute news? Um, so um, <laughs> <laughs> great. I got question. my show coming up in May, Diary of a Nineties Baby. It'll be my second solo show in Atlanta. Okay. Um, May seventeenth. Uh, it's gonna be a crazy event, man. Like the venue that we got locked down, we ain't gonna really. We're not announcing it yet, but I will say it was on the. It was the house from Superfly. 
So yeah. uh, that scene where they had like the whole fight scene with the where he ran up in dude's house and all. Oh, that. you you looking at my face like I saw Superfly? Oh, you ain't seen Superfly, <laughs> nah. bro. You're buggy. No, bro. I'm not. No, you're I saw. Look, she's no, she's like, you haven't no, seen I didn't. Superfly, bro. I, shout out to my man, shout out to my man Byron Days Art oh. Days Arts Gallery. We literally saw that get filmed. Like bro, we show, saw that, that get filmed. Hard, and I ain't Yo, even seen it though. No, I have not seen it. He lives across the street in the Metropolitan Lawn. Oh, okay. He lives, yeah. B, B, B lives across the street in a metropolitan That's loft where they filmed it. it. That's yeah. what we're having. We were outside smoking yeah. one day and Big Boy was standing on the was standing on the roof shooting the scene and we was like, yo, you know, you guys know how B talk. Damn, shout it. That's Big Boy. <laughs> Big Boy shout it. I think he up there shooting that movie. What's that? Shaft right there? Nah, bro, yeah, don't let the hair throw you off, bro. The nah, movie was hard. Nah, the movie, movie was sh- is crazy. Nah, I'm not big on reboots like that. Like, like let Shaft live, man. Was that a reboot on Shaft? Uh, now, now look at me. Look at my face. It was a reboot. <laughs> look at my face. Look at my face. Oh, but that. even Superfly, like Superfly, I don't know, man. I think some stuff. And the new Shaft got the old Shaft, Sam Jackson, and the new Shaft. Shoot. Like Lowdown Dirty Shane was cool. Lowdown Dirty Shane was cool. Lowdown Dirty Shane was cool. If we could do one remake, I wish they could remake. I've been saying forever. I want to see um, the Spook who sat by the door. And I want to see if they could remake House Party, if anything. Oh, like, that'd be hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. House Party, yeah. But yeah. I don't know if you can remake yeah. it. Yes, you can. Live. Yes, yeah. you can. Yeah. What you got to do is keep it in the era. What you got to do is keep it in the era. It has to be in the era. You can't make it a 2019 version of it. You got to bring out the clothes. You can go through my old closet in Boston. Like the kids going to be dancing like this in the video. Yeah, they're going to be doing <laughs> like, floss dancing. Uh, <laughs> floss dancing on them hoes. Like, no, the kid didn't do that. You know, one of my one of the things I love about y'all is y'all are consumers of cannabis. Oh Very yes, much. yeah, man. Yeah. So, talk to me about how weed plays a role in your creativity when it comes to you know the 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 work the work that goes into the painting the the thoughts that come out your head. Mm. Does does cannabis play a role in that? Huge. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I smoke before I do everything. That's what's up. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm doing everything. Big facts. Like, That's what's up. Everything. All bro. of our meetings, we have to smoke. Yeah, like I, I even like like I paint jackets and stuff, so like I have to be conscious <laughs> of. Cause I had a, a client like she was like yeah when I gave her the jacket she was like man it smells like weed like it, it was for her daughter so I was like oh I felt kind of bad yeah. it didn't stop me from smoking while painting but it made me conscious of it so like um, I've had to you know try to air out jackets or things I just that hit nature the at a time that too you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah. I'm a, just I, hit I don't the know, hit black like, vape. I'm, you know I'm a she blunt guy hit, I don't know why I just, like, I just like smoking blunts man. It's it's the ritual more than anything. Do you have a favorite strain? Candy Jack. Uh, that's probably my favorite strain. Like, <laughs> I love Ashley. Candy, Candy Jack is a strain of the day. I guess that that is my favorite. That's the strain, strain of the day. Yeah, like when I was out in LA, that was the only thing I was looking for. But I went out there before they uh, made it like anybody could go up in a dispensary. So like I had to pay niggas to go. I um, had to pay people. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, we swear all the time, but I feel you. Pull back oh, on the shit. N-word. I, I, try, I try that myself sometimes. Like, I, oh, I'm just yes. so tired of people having even an issue with it, so I just say, look, I'll just stop. You know what I'm oh, saying? Right. So we, we can help your whole life out. Okay, well, yeah. I, we had to pay people to go in there and get, this, get the weed for us. You know what I'm saying? So now, like, I'm like, I got to get back out there now because just walk in there. Hell yeah. That's different. Hell yeah, it's a, diff- it's a totally different, different world. It's a That's different good. feeling. You know, last time you was here, I spoke to you about, you know, maybe we should curate an art exhibit based off the drug war. 
Yes, sir. I threw that idea, and I'm totally with making that happen. Can we make that happen? Yeah, you talking to the people that can I'm make talking that to the happen. You know what's crazy is because let me have threw that idea. She would have been like, "Is it on the calendar?" Like, <laughs> I, just, I, I find that amazing. Like how easy this that is was a done. different yes. energy. Yes. Yes. This is yes. a different That's energy. Okay? Different energy, baby. This is a different energy. See how but it's not on the calendar. He also right. don't have be. paint. He needs to do. He, hey, mm. I don't have a he solo got, art show. Thank you. Up. I don't have a solo thank art you. show coming up. Most I do is a podcast, and we just smoke weed and talk shit. You know what I mean? I don't need a whole lot of preparation for I that. Want hey. I want your job. I want your job. But yeah, I, I, you know, I am gonna pitch you that idea while we on while we on air. I, I honestly want to do an artist a bit about the war on drugs. I feel like, yeah, I want to see that in in live in the living color. You know what I mean? Because I feel like some of most of my most of my memories. Growing up, eighties and nineties was like, I feel like it was like you have to see it, you know, what yeah. I'm saying like like and you have to see it in a certain way. And I feel like animating it or, or or putting it on canvas would just be a dope way to do it, you know. Yeah, definitely. That's hard. And That's also tell the story. Heart. Yeah, and tell the story of the of prohibition. Like we're in a, we're in a situation right now. Where we're about to see Canada become legal in so many different ways, in so many different states, and so many different. You know, what I mean, people yeah. are gonna be taking advantage of it. And there's so many right. people that are still locked up they, over these cannabis charges, there and you that's go. just like there you go. the irony of it. It's like. Everything's gentrified. But like, I'm a huge pro- I'm a huge proponent of, of, of figuring out ways you can get involved and figure out ways you could tell your story without actually having to be involved in cannabis. And I think that having an art exhibit would be an amazing thing to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where we actually just detail what you know, some of the stuff that happens from Nixon's and hey, what's up digital? So I'm there. I'm with you. Just you know, I got you. Got to put it on the calendar. You definitely got to put it on the calendar for me. You do. Yeah. Me too. No, nah, serious. Me serious. Too. I'll, I'll forget it. You know how stuff happens. You know, next thing you know, I'll be in another city, and I'm like, I, I think I'm supposed to do something. We right. are um, 420. We do have a show coming up called oh, yeah. Skills Over Politics. Um, That's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be real crazy. Uh, I don't know what you want to say about it. Yeah, we. I mean, we try not to drop too many details, but I'm gonna just leave it at. It's like. It's like. The Hunger Games for artists. Yeah. Mm. If I so like a competition? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's like a competition, but it's... It's going to be cut. The scale is big. Yeah, like it's, it's going to be, and it's going to be cutthroat. It's going to be something we've never done before, and it's going to be, it's going to be a whole vibe. So yeah, it's not be on the lookout show. for. It's, it's an art competition. That's yeah. what's going Be on the lookout for that stuff dropping too. Yeah, that's, um, more details on that are coming very soon. Yeah, I'm really blessed to know creatives like y'all. Like you, you you're giving me energy right now. Appreciate that. So, bro. so um, before we fade out of here, because I do have another guest in the building, but I want y'all to come. You know, definitely kick it with us while, of while you're here. Let you know people know how they could learn more about art. But also for people who are artists, how can they get involved in competition? Because I know it's going. Deadline is February twenty eighth, correct? Yes, right. Okay. So for the people who are artists, and if you're trying to um, submit your uh, submission for the free solo art show, you have to send ten visuals to artpocalypseatlanta at gmail dot com. Yes, um, if you want, if you want this information, check out our Instagram page. It's artpocalypseatlanta. And also with your 10, 10 visuals, we need you to send a, sum, a summary of what you think your solo show will be about. <clears throat> it's going to take us a while to go through all these submissions. I'm yeah, not going to lie to yeah, you. We got we we literally got like we're we we're going through like it's going to take us a while, but a send it. Take your time with it. Well, until February 28th, because yeah. after that, baby, you ain't getting in that thing. So but you got two days. Really. <laughs> you got two days, <laughs> but send it in, you know, and really shoot your shot because this could be your opportunity. Yeah, man. Like we're 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 really looking to do something special for our artists, man. Like we're we're going to give you guys like our best, better than our best. Like we're, we're really trying to do something special for somebody. So like. Send your submissions, man. Like 
it's, if, if whoever gets chosen, man, it's going to be a really dope. It's going to be dope. Man. And we sell. Our artists sell. We had an artist the other night sell five out of five pieces. Mm. Like, we sell. Like, yeah. we're artist-focused. So, send in your submissions. Shoot your shot. Take your opportunity. Keep sending in your submissions. You know, if you have any questions, hit us up. We're going to keep dropping artist content. Um, we're dropping these hats. Love the art. Pay the artist. Yep. Check us out at Artpocalypse on um, Instagram. Yes, sir. Solid, man. Pay the artist, man. Pay the, the artist. <laughs> All the artists. All the artists. For real. Love the art. Pay the artist. All them creators, man. Support Put black artists. Put the money artists. in my hand. Support black artists. I need it. Thank you, too, for coming through. I, the contact was, was needed. I appreciate that. Oh, man. of course. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Oh, but we're we, we, oh. we going to talk about Cindy Girls off here. We, yeah. We're going to waste nobody's time listening about it's that. It's okay. They might care about that video. They might oh, want to keep the cameras rolling cool. just in case. Because they're going to be like, this girl deep. <laughs> <laughs> this Cash Color Cannabis is a high level of conversation. We'll be right back. All right, we're going to get